Hey everyone, it's Mallow, your host of Identico After Dark and the creative director here for Identico. Before we get started, I just wanted to let you know that this episode is brought to you in part by Gamers Heaven and their newest location just north of Seattle, Washington. There, in a family-friendly and welcoming environment, you can play tabletop or video games, read manga, or just relax with friends and sample some amazing drinks from their boba tea bar. If you want to learn more, log on to GamersHeavenSeattle.com to see hours and location. Now let's get on with the show. Hello, Fringers. The following podcast may not be suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. Good evening, everyone. Welcome into tonight's episode of Identico After Dark, our little bitty nerdy live podcast where we talk about video games, board games, TV, music, movies, and more. My name is Mallow, and I am joined this week by my co-conspirator, Alex. What's going on, everybody? Hey. It's Wednesday. It is Wednesday. It's Wednesday night. It's our chill stream uh welcome in thanks thanks for coming in thanks for joining us tonight we got some new faces in the chat i appreciate it we do tip welcome very in. much welcome in what's going on Tip? how you doing oh tonight is gonna be uh tonight's gonna be a little bit of a grab bag episode lots of stuff going on we don't have just it's it's too big just for one so we're gonna, it's like, we're gonna put it in there for a it's lot of like things lots of little stuff there's, there's enough no things like, like yeah yes it's enough no things like, to give me heartburn that's why i'm drinking milk. yes there there you go <laughs> Ooh, i should see if the, the other people sponsor i just had an idea so uh, <laughs> what's going on lila how are you welcome in welcome in yes it is identical with the store tomorrow it so is we'll identical talk about that in a little bit Yep. Let's let Sean get through his his other intros about our affiliate stuff and everything yep. else. I, I this week had to start putting the paid promotion thing on all our YouTube videos because uh, you oh, all wow. are you all are are blowing us up, thankfully, and I love it. Um, uh, just let me start from the beginning. <laughs> Too many things just popped off right there. Too many yeah. things right there. Uh, if you want to support the show. Uh, this podcast is based upon a video game or a, a board game uh, that we call Identico. It's a cyberpunk uh, role-playing game. You can learn everything you could ever possibly want to know about it at playidentico.com. You can find us on the socials at Identico or at playidentico just about everywhere. Uh, and soon enough, uh, you'll be able to know us uh, at YouTube. Uh, soon to be at youtube.com slash some version of Identico there. We are so Please very close, very close. Subbing is free over there. So go over there. If you haven't already hit the subscribe button, uh, just search Identico, I D E N T E C O. We are so very close to getting the custom URL and then I can stop doing this spiel and I can just tell you, you know, go to youtube.com slash and then you'll have everything there. Uh, I have a lot of people to thank this week because we got a huge subscriber push. Um, mm -hmm. uh, Mr. Gunpowder. Feverwood, Richard Reeson, Matt Riley, Nate West, Rob Geib, Geeb, if I'm pronouncing your name wrong, I'm sorry. Uh, on Twitch just now, Jeff Chance, RM Brooks 88, Safril, 
William Donnellan. These are all people who have subscribed to us or followed us on Twitch in like the past two days. Thank you so much. All of this helps us get out and be more known into the world and uh, gets more people enjoying Identico because those of you that we've met, those that have backed the Kickstarter and put the game out in the world, everybody seems to be uh, having a lot of good, you know, a lot of fun with it. Thank you. Mm -hmm. That, uh, that warms my heart because we are first and foremost game designers. We love this game. We love interacting with everybody out there. Uh, So thank you so much for that. Um, I actually took it as a little bit of a chip on the shoulder uh, earlier today because there was a list of like 127 independent tabletop RPGs that some person who supposedly was, you know, important in the industry. We don't know. Everybody thinks they're important in the industry, but they put it out with links to everything. And of course, Identica wasn't on the list. And I'm like, excuse me, <laughs> excuse me. And I looked back at the numbers of Chaos Incorporated on Monday and I was like, I think people know about us comparatively. So just going to put that out there. We it's might common. be the best independent game you've never heard of, but because it's of true. you all watching at home and helping us spread the word, more people will know about us. And I love that and I appreciate it. We do. That was my spiel on supporting us because uh, we have merchandise and everything like that at playidentico.com as well. Uh, it gets shipped either from our warehouse, uh, i.e. some location in Linwood uh, <laughs> or from my house. Uh, and we will ship the merchandise to you. Uh, it's a lot of fun stickers and uh, there's probably a couple more t-shirts left. There's only a couple, a handful of books for uh, It Defines a Chaos at the moment. Uh, and you can get the core rule book there as well. Uh, as some uh, freebies that are there for like the character sheets, uh, some pre-gens, all that kind of stuff if you want to jump into the game. So, uh, Addy Denoodle, thank you for coming in as well. Just, just, uh, just following us here on Twitch, so. Again, I say this every week, but I love these because I can we can actually interact with chat, unlike yes. Chaos Inc. And, and Angel City Stories and stuff like that, where we have to kind of like stay laser focused on the game. So, when am I going to make sweatshirts? Okay, so, because you guys are asking, uh, I did, it's on, it, it's, it's coming, because I got an idea, and it's going to be the zip-up hoodies, because I like the zip-up hoodies better. But I got some ideas for it. I actually just found a printer that I think is down in Texas. It's like a husband and wife crew uh, that are doing some of these like smaller runs and stuff. So I got to reach out to them and see like what they're costing and things like that. There's a lot of stuff that we had to go through and all like that. But um, sweatshirts, hoodies, because hoodies in Seattle never go out of style. So um, I'm going to start looking into that. So because we've got a couple I'm of uh, we got a couple of people around here in Seattle, but they are a little pricey compared I'm, to what they should be. I'm going to button hook off that and again kind of come back to everybody who's subbed and followed and done all this stuff lately and I actually appreciate you. What that allows us to do is it gives us the, the, the help and the resources we need to get art done to make new designs, to do new character art, to do all the really fun stuff that we want to do to start working on finding a new editor. We're working on an errata document for Identico. Right now, it's been on our cutting room floor for a while. We're finally getting some headway on it. Um, being able to be in person and play regularly has also helped us find some other stuff. Hearing all y'all's questions helps us go, oh, okay, hey, here's a little errata piece that we need to either <laughs> clarify or change or or tweak. Um, so that will be coming soon. But again, it's it's everybody here on Twitch and on YouTube and getting the stuff in the store and helping us out with stuff like that. Like... Um, 
that really helps us get there mm-hmm. and get this stuff out and and continue supporting the game so well, just wanted to add that in too and it supports uh our, at least our version of local artists there's a lot of different artists that we yeah. work with but uh we pay our artists and folks that take the weird shit that i come up with in my head and make it look beautiful on the page uh we like to pay correctly um and that Important. costs money because it costs money to live um we pay, you know, what artists ask of us. Essentially, uh, we actually mm-hmm. just uh, are. We've got some some character art for one of the fan favorites in Hades uh, coming soon. Uh, we have an artist named Dylan that we worked with. Uh, he's working on some stuff with us for that, and so uh, we want to just like it keeps the whole, uh, for lack of a better word, it keeps the whole ecosystem going. When independent mm-hmm. artists and independent game makers and you know, sellers and everything like that. Like we all benefit and get a little bit off of it here. Uh, the more that we can keep going and, and working with everybody out there. So um, it's much appreciated. We we enjoy our, our little independent stamp and we like working with, with similar indie, fe- indie folks out there. So uh, thank you all for helping us uh, spread the word, get the good word out there uh, to tear, take down the corporations, tell them to whoop, off and uh, yep. all that good stuff. So. Since we're on Identico, yeah, it occurs to me maybe we should start with uh, with story living. <laughs> oh my goodness, yeah, yeah. So- <laughs> Thank you, Bit. Uh, it's kind of odd being able to see our faces behind those masks. Yes, you, <laughs> I, I know. The, right, <laughs> the upside to us doing this remotely, and so we literally started the actual plays and this stuff. I'd say about two months before COVID came and then it went all remote because lockdowns happened. Um, and so we've been behind masks, but like this has literally been the setup. So we've been in for, for two years now. Yep. Um, so yes, this is what we actually look like without masks <laughs> on our faces. I, I, for myself, like. speaking only for myself, I completely apologize if this surprised you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so story storyville story living. Like okay so let's you want to tee this up or you want me to, to okay to tee it today <laughs> so today i i received an email from disney uh inviting me to oh, a the site's already up yeah the site is up i i received an email oh, no. from disney with an exciting opportunity to join in on the next uh iteration of living uh with with disney i thought it was uh a joke or i thought it was their timeshare reaching out no they're literally building a neighborhood in california not not just one right many 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 neighborhoods around the country so you can live your disney life yep all the time it's called story living by disney communities um and it allows disney to enhance your life by doing by expanding their storytelling into story living now i say this as somebody who's written marketing for many many years that just rubs me so the wrong way 50 ways from sunday and yet I probably know at least 10 people who are already gotten their name on the list for this thing so, <laughs> and are figuring out how to move to California. Uh, it's a bit. Disney is 3D. 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 Uh, 
kind of. We so, didn't think about it that way. It wasn't meant to be that, but now that you mention yeah. it. So here's why we tie this to Jenico. So in the book, we specifically talk about, and the, the reference that we make is to the, the mining towns that existed. Actually, uh, so Bellevue, for those in our Seattle area, which is on the sea, east side, Bellevue started as a mining town and, and, a log, and a lumber town. And basically what happened was the company owned your house and they paid you in company script. Cryptocurrency, anyone? Um, Okay, they paid you in company script and they owned your house and the company owned the grocery store and everything else. And what's frightening, and Tip is in the chat pointing out that Everett did too, what's frightening about this is literally like, Sean and I have so many times been like, we thought when we were writing the book that we were being far enough out there that we're like, we, like, we, we legitimately thought nobody was going to believe some of this stuff. Some of this stuff. And then every time something like this happens, we're like, it was a warning, not a how-to guide. Yes. Okay. So, so chat, I love here. I mean, it's literally like, I'm looking at this. They're starting in Rancho Mirage uh, near Palm Springs. Because, of course, Of course. <laughs> of course, it's near Palm Springs. It's, and it's a 55 up one, and it's called Coutinho. Story yes. living by Disney community. Um, I would I would like to read off the description. Go ahead. Per the scientific plan approval for the developers, the community is expected to surround an approximately 24 acre grand oasis featuring clear turquoise waters with crystal lagoons, uh, registered trademark, technology, Enabling crystalline lagoons of any size to be built sustainably with low water consumption and using a minimum amount of additives and energy. A voluntary club membership will offer access to a waterfront clubhouse, a club-only beach area, and recreational water activities, as well as Disney programming, entertainment, and activities throughout the year. Um, so, (laughs) listen. (laughs) Thank you, chat. Thank you. Thank you. So, so here's the deal. My my kiddo loves the Disney, and I honestly like as far as the content they put out these days and things like that. They are, it's they're they're fine. They're a relatively responsible company. Um, this is scary. Like this is truly frightening. It's like, <laughs> and the funny thing is, I like you, Sean. I know people who are probably already on the list. I, who I like, can guarantee you. Can they I? Probably are. Can I? Can I go live in a Disney neighborhood? Uh huh. Like, like I'll go roll Disney a couple, you know, every couple of years with my little one, and I love Star Wars Land, but. And my spouse is in is in the chat right now, and I'm like, guess who the first person you know, and I'm gonna say this to my spouse, who's gonna sign up for the Disney neighborhood is <laughs> um, what wanted that to happen in Florida in the 1970s, let alone now. And that's just exactly it. And in fact, if you go to the website, they have a picture of Walt with the Epcot plan and the original stuff that he was talking about. Um, it's it's propaganda. It's, it is, so, yeah. It's, the thing about it is, and this led me, thinking about this today, led me down an Identico plot hole, uh, just rabbit hole for a long time. (coughs) As we're going through the errata document, as we're explaining this game to a lot of new players, and why our brand of cyberpunk is much different than those that have come before us or that we mm-hmm. are that are in market right now. 
Um, the marketing sheen and the way that they are selling a lifestyle, and this is across many brands. So this is this is not just Disney. This is across a ton of brands. Every, but um, well, just about every brand. Yeah. Uh, the way that they are producing the control and the way that they are pitching these things make it seem like utopia on earth. When in actuality, you are in the middle of Palm Springs <laughs> and not even the good part. <laughs> like it's oh, just no, like, yeah. So for anybody in the chat who has not been to Palm Springs, Palm Springs is out in the middle of the bloody desert. If they miss two water shipments on trucks, that whole place is a ghost town. Like, it's not like humans aren't supposed to be there. <laughs> it's like terraforming Mars. So that's I would if that's the interesting thing about the way they're pitching it. Yeah. Hang on. I want to look. Uh, I'll <laughs> give you the example right now. Um, this week, the high in Palm Springs will be 80 in February. Yes. Okay. Um, it gets up like way up there, like 106 with a low of 78 in July. Like, again, yeah, Grandma Joe, cut the water and it's the desert again. Yep, pretty much. But they're going to build an oasis. <laughs> like, Yeesh. I'm just Yeesh. It, it it does like <clears throat> and this is not me trying to be a Debbie Downer but I did have the like I did have the like is it is it too much to like talk about Las Agash on this channel right now Alex like is it too much to like give any of that away if oh, you've read the no, books or anything like that okay the whole reformation of America in the game the scar, all of that stuff was because four entities thought they were smarter than everybody else and they could lead the way. <laughs> and so they caused a chain reaction of events that would put America and thus the rest of the world into a certain type of economy, you know, social norm, all of that. Systemic control. Yeah. And I can go on for days about that portion of it because I actually just even like I went like a level or two deeper on it today just thinking through certain things because this triggers that reaction to me a little bit. And yeah, I mean, it could be like, it's fine. All right. They went and they're making a They're making a neighborhood in the desert and it's like great. But because it's got that Disney stamp on it and everything has got that Disney and it's reminding you who it's coming from. And who's providing literally your house to you, right? Because they don't talk about the fact that, like, you may or may not even own your house and think, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's nothing that's in the stuff here so far. Like, you can, and, and like, that's the sort of thing is, like, you can be, you can live there, but then you have to then pay to get access to a club. I mean, it's like the, it's like the corporate pyramids pyramid scheme all like wrapped up into one website it is the weirdest yeah. thing and and again it's really it's really it's written like 
This is your chance to live in a place that forever inspires you to add wonderful new passages to your story. Uh-huh. Okay. And, you know, and it's funny, some... <laughs> Addy okay. in the chat is like vault tech, and it's got a little bit of that retro vibe on the some MLM of the... MLM of neighborhoods. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Disney is slowly but surely trying to take over the world. Um, I, I, I want to show... Uh, Hold on, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do something really weird in the in the thing. Okay. Okay. Good. And I don't have your wait. Maybe I do actually have it where you can be on here as well. Yeah. Uh, there we go. Oh, but that's the, that's, that's the display right. capture from you. Okay. Sorry. Yep. You're good. I just want to show this picture for a second. Uh, yeah. That's that's what it is right there. Yeah. That's flipping weird to me. Like, it's it's so strange, and and like I mean, don't get me wrong, it looks beautiful, but I'm just gives me the heebie-jeebies. Maybe I'm overreacting. I don't know. No, I I, I really <laughs> think again, this is this is another one of those identical as a warning, not a how-to guide. Yeah. Uh, it's it's very obvious they're gonna go for this. By the way, just to add an extra level of conspiracy crazy to this thing. <laughs> I can tell you from experience, from working in this industry, um, I worked in the security industry for a long time. Yes. Disney, as far as private corporations goes, has one of the most intricate, well-developed, amazing, in a frightening way, security <laughs> apparatuses yes. you have ever seen. It is absolutely yes. bananas what their security capabilities are around the Disney parks. If they apply that level of 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 security to these these neighborhoods which I'm presuming that they will, you are literally going to see the exact corporate police state that we write about where yeah. you will be under constant surveillance anytime you're outside your home and you will be there will be Disney security and whatever town this is in, whatever municipality they create out of whole cloth when this comes about, I could tell you right now they're going to own that. Disney basically owns the Anaheim Police Department. Right? Yeah. For all intents and purposes. Yeah. Because um, so much of the so much of the acreage there is is Disney parks. And 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 all the rest of it is related to what's going on at Disneyland and California right. Adventure. Um, and so when you build this into a town now, like, again, their security apparatuses yeah, absolutely insane. And bet me there won't be a clause in your contract about them being able to get rid of you if you cause trouble. So for all of those folks that thought we were uh, high on the Kool-Aid when we made the Gothenburg adventure, that'll be in episode two of Of Mice and Man coming out very soon. Yeah. Nope. Thanks, Disney. You just proved us right. <laughs> we no. just put it in Sweden instead of... We should have put it in California. Apparently. There you go. That's... Yeah. No wonder we started doing Angel City. <laughs> well, speaking hey. of... Yeah. <laughs> speaking of Disney, let's go to some Disney properties. Let's let's lighten it up. How about that? <laughs> let's uh, talk about the things that keep us that keep us excited about Disney. How about how about Moon Knight? Let's move on to Moon Knight. Okay, you want to okay, you want to talk about the Super Bowl or Superb Owl or Big Game, whatever we're not allowed to say on on stream, and talk about yes. some of that stuff because you like Moon Knight. I love Moon Knight. It's gonna be Moon bonkers. 
Moon Knight was one of my favorite uh, comic book characters growing up because I loved his costume and mm-hmm. I loved his his thing. The idea of the the way his multiple identities worked was really fascinating to me. I'm really excited for this show. I'm worried this is the one that's going to bomb. Um, Moon Knight is not an easy character to understand. It really, it really leans into a lot of mental health stuff and things like that. And it looks like the show is leaning into that side of it. Yeah. Um, so for what it's worth, I'm worried about this one. And again, and this one looks a lot darker. Like even WandaVision, like they, they tried to like sand off some of the darkness with the silliness <laughs> of the, the sitcom the sitcom stuff. Now, uh, Moon Knight is a, uh, to answer the chat, Moon Knight is a Marvel character. Um, Moon Knight came out in one of those obscure, like, off-shot Marvel comics um, back in the 70s. I want to say it was 1975. Werewolf by Night 32 in 1975. Um, He's had some minor retcons to his backstory, but it's it's pretty much solidified as of the mid-90s. Um, it does look really interesting. I, again, they sanded off a lot of the darkness in WandaVision and Loki and the other stuff that they've released. I don't know. It doesn't look, based on the trailers, it doesn't look like they're, they're holding back um, on this. BitPlay in the chat says, mental health discussions need to happen in TV, but there are dangers with that. And that's that's part of my concern is it's very easy to get tropey it's very easy to get discriminatory it's very easy to get just on the wrong side of it when you're doing it this way in the comic books moon knight the the person who is moon knight has uh did has dissociative identity disorder right so literally has that multiple personality MPD DID disorder, that's his thing. Um, and again, you see, and again, I think that Oscar Isaac as Moon Knight's great casting choice, uh, but I think you see in the preview his character in a mental institution. You see him struggling. He talks about, you know, I can't sleep, and there's some other stuff, and do, 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 do. So it concerns me. Um, Mallow, what do you think based on the previews? I feel like if anybody can pull through the complexities of the Moon Knight character, it is uh, Oscar Isaac. I almost said Pedro, and I'm like, no, that's Mandalorian. Shit. Uh, Oscar Isaac, I think, can can carry the show Mm -hmm. with the different the different parts of Mark Spector that he's playing um, and the different worlds and realities that it lives in. Because the other sort of piece of the, it's not just that there's that he has DID. It's that he literally has another voice in his head from an ancient, you know, Egyptian inspired God that gives him all his powers. Yes. Um, He's like, he's like the D and D version of the warlock. (laughs) Like he's got a patron, and that gives him his powers and everything like that. And that, you know, basically like torments the hell out of him the entire time too. Cause he's like, a, he's basically a conduit for that God's, uh, wrath and choices in the world. 
So I'm very interested to see how they're going to play with that kind of piece because while Moonlight is is a hero and he's been part of the West Coast Avengers and and I think he may even be part of further and longer I think everybody Avengers was part stuff. of West Coast Avengers at some point. Turns out I was part of West Coast Avengers. I didn't even know. I'm, I'm I still knew wanna, it. I wanted a fucking check, but I still don't have one yet. What the hell? I knew it. Well, hey, if we learned anything from Falcon uh, and the Winter Soldier, it's that superheroes don't get paid. No, that's true. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> I'm still waiting on my Wu-Tang uh, uh, check, though, because, you know, that's the only other team that has as many people in it, apparently. Yeah. So Wu-Tang Clan, the MCU. Yes. Uh, the, uh, going back to the chat, Lila, I don't think we talk about mental health enough. We don't. No, not even close. I've, exactly. But I've only seen, like, off the top of my head, there's only a couple of shows. Jessica Jones did a pretty okay job with it, with with how she was dealing with trauma. Um that was pretty well done. Um, there was another show. It was one of my favorite sitcoms recently, and it literally did the network bounce for three seasons mm -hmm. as it would get canceled off one network and then bounced to another and do 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 do. Um, and that was One Day at a Time. And I thought that the, the reboot of One Day at a Time was amazing and they dealt with a lot of mental health, um, especially the fact that the, the main character was a woman of color and a lot of the the stuff that she was dealing with is she was a veteran with PTSD and a large section of the episode would be her at the female veteran support group that she was part of. Yeah. And how they handled that. And I thought it, it was very, it was very well handled. And, but it's, it's rare that it's done right. Yeah. I, I will say that like, Uh, there's a talk in the chat about Monk as well. And while I think Tony Shalhoub plays an extra excellent character and the show is enjoyable, I do agree with chat about how it portrays OCD with a funny spin to it. Right. And it's not <clears throat> the other side of things uh, doesn't fit the character and I just don't think we've we've never had uh we've never dealt with enough mental disorders we don't deal enough with like anxiety and depression as it is either unless you were like in my so-called life from back in the 90s that's a joke take it for what it is but like we just never dealt with or like when it was shown on tv it was like an after school special in like say by the bell and shit like that like it, they've just been so they've just been such poor truly accurate ways of dealing with mental health and mm -hmm. on screen that like honestly anything there's such a low bar for getting it on and doing it right at the moment mm -hmm. you know um that I think you know I think Moon Knight could get there and again Oscar Isaac is is a is a great actor to try to bring it forward. Uh, but we'll see how the writing turns out because there is some very much gory points to that whole, which I think is part of the going back and forth. Like, I think it's very much in the, in the ways that like the ending of WandaVision was tough. Yeah. Tough. And it looks like we'll, we'll talk about Dr. Strange too here in just a second, but like, I was going to say, you're segueing right into the next one. Yeah. So I'm interested to see how they pull it. Cause like at one point in time, they just show him beating the living, literal living crap out of the werewolf. 
which I was like, well, that's a way to get rid of. <laughs> that was a yep. way, way to get rid of one of the main characters right there, you know, because like unless he just like magically heals himself Wolverine oh. style, it's dead. Right. Write this down. Stick it in an envelope. So this is my prediction for Moon Knight. Mm hmm. I think it is going to be the first time we get an on-screen cameo from Herschel Ali as Blade. Okay. We're going to get that cameo. Okay. I, I think that's going to be the one cameo we get in Moon Knight. Mm -hmm. I think we're going to get Herschel Ali as Blade in Moon Knight. That's... That's Deadpool, and Deadpool. Deadpool and Moon Knight have an interesting history. Actually, they do. They do actually have an interesting okay. history. Uh, so yes. So my call is uh, Mahershala Ali, and we'll talk about Deadpool. No, he's not on the. Po oh, you're talking about Doctor Strange. Uh, we'll talk about that in a second, there, Grandpa Joe. Because, um, by the way, if y'all haven't seen the new Doctor Strange trailer, um, boy. <laughs> um, so, so there you go. That's Moon Knight. We're excited. We'll probably do. We're gonna. We we will do. We will do something yeah. when Moon Knight comes out. I don't know if it's gonna be weeklies, but it'll be something. We'll probably talk about it the week it comes out, and then we'll see. Um, Moon Knight was part of the Marvel Knights alongside Blade. That's true. And again, I think my write this down. My prediction, because what was the one that you had your big right answer one that we saw mallow oh it was all uh, it was all about uh dead it was all about um kingpin and everybody like yeah, that so yeah, far. yeah 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 with yeah, the yeah. hawkeye series yeah so yeah my my version of that prediction is we're gonna see blade and moon knight yeah um we got the voice cameo in the post credit scene of eternals yes which um, only made me even like it's the only redeeming factor of that movie was getting mahersha ali for t five <laughs> seconds talking <laughs> talking in that movie that was it that was the yeah. whole thing so um all right well since it got brought up in chat let's talk about multiverse of madness yes there were so, not one but two spots uh there was an alternate spot that made it to youtube after the okay. super bowl so there's a super bowl spot in the other spot if you haven't watched the new trailer, go watch it right now and then swing back into the chat. Mute the tab for a second. Don't turn us off because then we lose viewer count. Just mute the tab and then go watch it and come back here in a second. Okay. Okay. So, so Tip just dumped that right in the chat. So everybody went, wait a minute, because we got Professor X in the yep. trailer. Yeah, we, we did. We heard Patrick Stewart behind a bald head. Now here's... We didn't, we didn't I, see the bald head. We just saw a shoulder. But if the concept art that's out there is anything yeah. to be believed, it's it's Patrick look, Stewart it's, it's in Patrick the floaty Stewart's chair from the X-Men 97 series. And that's fine. So here's my thing. This is what I found most interesting about this, not only from a storytelling, but from a marketing perspective. So uh, Toby and Andrew and Spider-Man, right? Marvel and Sony did their level best to try and hide that. Right, so it was a surprise. Everybody was expecting it, but they're like, there was no leaked footage of Toby and and Andrew before the movie dropped. None. It didn't exist. Right. Um, Marvel gave away the goat with this. They were like, no, we're just gonna put this in the trailer. They could have left that because nobody. I had heard 
Nobody speculating that Professor X was in this movie. They could have left that as the big a big shock in the film, which tells me that it's only going to get better. That there's an even bigger. If they're like, we can show you in the trailer that Professor X is in is in this movie, right? What else are they hiding now? Sean, you sent to me in the show notes a theory <laughs> yes. about Multiverse of Madness. Now, I'm curious if it's the same theory that I've been seeing bandied about <clears throat> about Multiverse of Madness and Wanda, because somebody else brought up WandaVision. We were talking about Wanda. <clears throat> uh, Wait, which which theory did I give you? Because I've got some I got you, some you doozies. Just said you had a theory. Oh, God, <laughs> yes. Okay. In the show notes, I'm looking at our show notes. Okay, yes. Tons of new theories for Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Uh-huh. So I'm just... I'm, I'm looking at our rundown right now, yep. and so, so so you go. So, all right. This is when Alex got his for Moon Knight, and I love it, and I want that to happen because I really want to see Mahershala Ali finally is played. Um, you guys can go ahead and open up the envelopes, write this down, stick it in the envelope. We'll see it after the movie. Yeah. Um, somebody clip this. Somebody clip this for us in a minute, okay? Uh, Professor X is part of uh, MCU Illuminati. Which yep. is where Baron Mordo comes from. Which is where we get Reed effing Richards is going to be there. It's going to be our introduction to the Fantastic Four. Uh, we also get uh, Monica Rambeau as the Captain Marvel. She's as not a, in this. So they a, brought in America Ferreira is in this one. Right, but... Um, Oh, on the Illuminati Council. No, no, no. But yeah, so so what you see when uh, Strange uh, walks in, that is the Illuminati. So the Ultron yeah. robots, we're going to get, I predict we're getting Robert Downey Jr. back. So in, do you in the, the very, as the superior, is a superior Iron Man form. Do you, do you know the funny rumor I heard about this? I don't want Tom Cruise. I don't okay, want I was Tom. No, no. That's some Tropic Thunder level BS <laughs> that I don't want to happen in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Because no, wait, that wait, means wait. we might have to see him again. Because we're in Illuminati and the thing. Do they get John Krasinski? Yes. Because they could do him as a variant version of Reed Richards and never bring him back again. 100%. And then, and then Kevin Feige can do his own Reed Richards and things. <laughs> I'm going to allow this. There oh yeah, go. no, we had to do we added that a little while back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did I did a month ago and it still caught it. Yeah. Okay. But I no, no, no. We'll allow, we'll allow that because that's definitely the truth. That's for sure. Okay. Um so we know we got Professor X because they showed that. We see Paramoto in the background of that thing. Uh, so so you think we're getting I think Robert we're, Downey back. I think we get I think we there's a high likelihood we get because of the Ultron robots. Okay. Tony this Stark is, was on the Illuminati. Tony Stark. Well, and, and yeah. So Tony Stark was part of the Illuminati. You get yep. Baron Mordo in there. I think that you get, uh, and this is part of the, so I'm going to do, I'm going to do the Illuminati from there. I think we get a, a glimpse at Namor ahead of Black Panther 2. Because Namor okay. is going to be the main villain of Black Panther 2. Um, I am also possibly from Namor, but. Black Panther was one of the OG Illuminati. So Do we get somebody one, that's just in a mask and we have to wonder who it is? So what's interesting is the first one we get is 
in the first team was Black Bolt, but they haven't really introduced Black Bolt because they are pretending like that Inhumans movie they made doesn't yeah. exist. Um, Black Panther is in there at a point. So is Beast Hulk, Captain Britain, Mastermind, Yellow Jacket, Medusa, and Captain America. I don't <laughs> think... So there's two other things that I think could be happening here because if you look very closely on the poster... So this is going to be the second thing I want to talk about because Deadpool is on the poster... If you zoom in, if you look all the way on the left-hand side, I think you see Ian McKellen's Magneto as well. Unless that's okay. just somebody completely like Wong and stuff Still. like that. But like, I think that they have actually chopped up Wong's face in the other one a little bit. Okay. That one's a weird theory. I'm throwing it out there. So so here's a theory, and I've seen it bandied about the internet, and then I watched a, a long video on it today. I've seen this bandied about. And... Uh, one of the one of the content creators I follow quite quite closely, he's brought up the point for a long time is how are you going to bring in the X Men to the MCU? It's always been a problem, and a lot of people have thought about it for a long time. Um, and that you know either either they you start them basically fresh, in which case they lose a lot of their history and stuff, the things that make them the X Men, or you do something weird and then it's all kind of monk. So there is a theory being bandied about that I actually like and I agree with this other content creator and this is kind of what I hope it is. Okay? Mm -hmm. And this also brings us back to Wanda again. Is that... And we've seen they change things in the MCU. Like, Civil War did not play out exactly like it was yeah. similar concepts, but it wasn't exactly like the comics. What if they did announce the Secret Wars TV show, VT Pilot? Yes, so that is coming. Uh, Samuel Jackson's filming that right now. Um, so this is the theory that I like the best. Is that the MCU is a post-House of M universe. Mm. Okay. In that the reason nobody realizes is that Wanda freaking erased them. Yeah. Right? The X-Men have been around since the 60s. The whole Fox X-Men universe existed until Wanda went no more mutants and now we have the mcu which yep. really doesn't pick up until 2000 what is it 2008 um timeline when i think it's 2005 technically yeah 2005 okay in like in like in in world time yeah so and then at the end of doctor strange it's the reversion that happens at the end of house of m mm -hmm. right where everybody comes back Right, the and ending th credit scenes to this movie are going to be. I'm going bananas. to squeal. Like we're gonna I'm get gonna Deadpool, squeal. Logan. We're gonna get everybody. But so the best theory I've heard is that the way you bring the X Men in the MCU, you tie it all to Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. We've seen Wanda's power in WandaVision. Is that what we've been seeing this whole time mm -hmm. was a version of the world that happened after Wanda went? I got rid of all the mutants. Which yeah. is why nobody's ever heard of mutants. And it's also re-explains that hinky, like, they were miracles thing about Wanda and Quicksilver from Age of Ultron. Yeah. Because they were the only two mutants basically left because she saved her brother and herself. She saved her brother and herself, and then she got all of her powers from the stone. Or one of the stones. Oh, she already had it. She yeah. just basically re-unlocked it with the stone. Yeah. Uh... Chat, what I, I do you think, think about that. Well, I think I'm going to read off some things from the chat because the, they're they're saying that the poster could be a misdirect and they throw everybody in there oh. since the multiverse. I 100% want to say that that could be true. Um, uh, Inhumans needs a retouch. Absolutely. 
I think Killmonger Black Panther being on Illuminati, I'd love to see Killmonger again. I I just I loved his performance in Black Panther. I cannot wait. I'd love to see him on the council. Um, Michael B. Jordan was he's just a oh, great actor. Yeah, he's fantastic to work with, actually. Guy's guy awesome. Um there's two other big things though that are in, and I think I think that we could be seeing Peggy Carter's version of Captain America or I, Captain Britain. They show it somewhere. It's in the poster. Her her it's shield in is in the poster. Which I mean, they're pulling from the What If get, series, right? But like Right, because at the end of the What If series, they basically like were like, it's not part of the MCU. And then at the end the watcher's like, okay, well, now we've got a problem. Yeah. And so, um, well, and a lot of the things that happened in the What If series, like now you're starting to see come to fruition with the three different Stranges and stuff like that. And you get um, all of the dimension devouring things. I yep. I honestly think that one of the other Illuminati could be Kang the Conqueror or he who remains another version of him. Right. That could be. Um, and then this could be the thing that leads to the TBA and we start the timeline and things like that, right? Because well, they foresee these things. And we know we know Joe. Kang. We know Kang is the primary villain in Ant-Man and the Wasp, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantumania. Yep. So it is entirely possible. Is anybody else notice? I that like the, the House of M Theory best. I like the House of M Theory as well. And does anybody else notice that the Captain America uh, actual cap star is on the poster too it's up there it's in the top it's top middle just a little just a little to the right maybe in between the 12 and one o'clock above where Mordo's screaming um and above christine like the captain america stars right there that's odd (laughs) so i just i don't know they put a lot of different things in here and that's the thing if it is a misdirect and all like that that's fine because you know what it makes for great time for us hanging with you in the chat and speculating and speculating is fun it's what nerds do best right yep that and fighting over who's got the better power level um yeah <laughs> for sure yeah who's over nine thousand this week um but yeah so i think it's the you know i'm, I'm interested to see like where everything goes they've got a lot of different pieces and parts i i I love the the Deadpool one though. To go back to chat for just a second, the Deadpool one. When you zoom in and stuff like that on it, it really does look a little bit like Deadpool doing the shh, like he's just hiding it back there and stuff like that. And to me, that is hilarious. We do not speak that terrible thing into the world of a Star Wars Marvel crossover, Joe. We do not speak that into the world. Please let us have two different universes and not this thing. Um. Multiverse of Madness like at the moment. He does he's shushing, doesn't he? He does, yeah. He looks like he's doing the, like, shh kind of thing. Like, he's hiding out in there like he knows all along. Because why not? He's breaking the fourth Here's wall. Here's the thing. I fully expect him to break the f- fourth wall. Yeah. Uh, Sir Lavalot, we've talked about some identical stuff, and then we moved on to, to Disney, and now we're talking about Disney stuff. If anime can crap all over the other IP, why not Star Wars? Speaking you know of what? anime... <laughs> We actually have that. We have a Let's whole segment on. on anime. <laughs> Congratulations, Joe. You just brought it. Yeah, you just All helped right. us segue without knowing the rundown tonight. <laughs> exactly. So we're into the next thingy. This is 
Yeah. That's what Visions was. Yep. There you go. And before Deadpool is the ultimate savior of the Marvel Universe. Marvel Universe. Yep. Why not? Why not? Why not him riding a, a unicorn screaming chimichangas and he saves everything? Because why yeah. wouldn't he? I'm with you. That would you, be the I, best thing ever. I think Mr. Gunpowder's on Joe's side here when it comes to the concept of, you know, they didn't like Star Wars Visions. So I, I'm, we, look, we have a whole episode on that. You can find that on our YouTube channel yeah. where we argued about Star Wars Visions and various other Star Wars properties. Yes. We do a Star Wars episode probably about once every six weeks when something kind of is appropriate yep. for that. Um, Including Book of uh, Book of Grogu, which just went Book live today. Book of Grogu. Uh, <laughs> Okay. Anime. Anime. Animated things. Uh, the boys. Oh, you want to start with the boys? Oh. I mean, we may as well, because that, to me, that's the... Yeah. That's going to be a that's gonna be a bonkers one, because... Yeah. So, if... Uh, if we kind of go with anything else for it, uh, the boys is looking somewhere in like the middle of Goresville and uh, like Deadpool riding a unicorn eating chimichangas. Like that's just the like craziest thing for me. Yeah. And I don't quite understand like what is going on and happening in that particular show because it's just all over the place. I don't know. I, I have no idea what's going on over there. <laughs> I I think that it's interesting though that like Amazon is uh Amazon's leaning in with this one. Like they got a hit I'm, with the boys. I'm wondering if Amazon is just just throwing everything on the wall now. Now that Jeff's not there to like yank the reins a little bit. <laughs> to I've seen pull more it back release. a little bit. I've seen more release information and more stuff and more things coming out from Amazon since Jeff walked away. Yeah. That I'm used to seeing as quickly. Right? Um, It feels like it's coming at a greater pace. I'm saying this as an outsider looking in. Uh, it feels like it's coming faster. Yeah. I think that, like, the... They've had a lot of... Um, they've had a lot of new folks at amazon studios come on board which i think is is essentially amazon saying they're investing in it they see the value in 1p titles not just selling 3p stuff through it they see right. the they see the writing on the wall and everything like that um and they they're going all in i mean they went and did a whole lord of the rings show which is another one of the animes that and, we can talk about now chats in there already kind of said about yeah. the lord of the Rings show so did seriously did he send you the rundown i like, did not yeah <laughs> like well since we're on that topic now yes they're doing a lord of the rings animated show on top of the live action yep um it's called that's not uh, amazon is it yeah no i think it is uh, uh well no, no it's released it's by warner brothers you're right you're right warner you're right. brothers yeah it's so called lord the of the rings the the war of the roha i can't hear him rohirrim there we go yeah rohirrim I was um, just going to go. Arr, arr, arr. <laughs> It'll be about the creation of Helm's Deep. Yeah. Cool. Um, we're a few years away from that. Voice cast announced is expected soon. Because for anybody who doesn't know, they do the voice work first. 
Yes. Because they need to, it's easier for them to do it that way than to try and have actors match what they already animated. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, uh, all right. So here's the thing about Lord of the Rings. And I, I'm going to sidebar. You can tangent me in the chat if you want to. But, uh, look, if you're sad about the way they're portraying female dwarves in the new Lord of the Rings, please find something else to get angry about. <laughs> I think the costume and the setup of the new Lord of the Rings show looks good. Please chill and just let something get out there because you killed Cowboy Bebop this year. Don't kill Lord of the Rings, please. Please. <laughs> they're already trying. Right? I've heard so much yelling about the elf that they showed in the preview. Yeah. Um, here's actually, this is the other thing. Uh, it's the IP for Lord of the Rings going to sale soon. Uh, no, the Tolkien estate, if it is, I'm not aware of it, sir. I'm Lapa looking Lapa. it up. I'm looking it up. Uh, he'll look right now while he's doing that. Um, first off, we're already on this, but Tolkien wouldn't. Stop it. Tolkien just was a racist, so let's go ahead and just put a pin in that. Let's just go ahead and talk about it. Here's the thing. You are never going to get direct adaptation. It's not possible. And I don't know of a single author, and I've met quite a few, yeah, who are like, who really, like, at that point, care. Here's the other thing. Tolkien's dead. Okay? He doesn't have anything to say about it anymore. His son and his estate are are licensing it out to everybody who's willing to pay them enough money for it. And those creators, once they get a hold of that IP, are going to make changes. They're going to put their stamp on it. Yeah. Addy, St <laughs> yeah. Stop getting mad about it. Addy in the chat says, uh, there's been a big hubbub about dwarven ladies not having beards. Uh, wasn't that a joke that the character had said? I actually do believe it was a joke uh, when they said it. Uh, but you know, whatever. If you're sad about the dwarves, you should stop and realize that Tolkien wrote dwarves as Semitic people, not fucking Scottish people. Yes. There you I, go. I, I actually, does anybody in the chat know when, uh, when the Scottish thing came up? When did that start? I mean, years ago, I imagine, but like, I, I, I would guess with the animated version of the Hobbit. Oh, from back in the day, the original mm -hmm. animated version. Okay. Yep. That would be my guess. Um, yes, they are. The complaints are ridiculous, and I'm bummed about how we got. Yeah. Um, we got a whole show on that one, too. <laughs> <laughs> Go back. I mean, uh, all right, Brooks, like, stick around, watch the show a few times. You'll hear me get salty about fandoms quite yep. a bit. Um, and I am a fan of a lot of things. Okay. I love Star Wars. I love Marvel. I love DC. I love a lot of this stuff, but some of the fans just, just irked a snot out of me um and i'm trying to not get tos's for swearing too much so <laughs> yeah let's that's not why i'm talking this way um like mallow said let it come out yeah let it come okay. out and then we'll judge it could could y'all like watch it first <laughs> styles change nerds is less realistic to expect the dwarves always look the same no matter when they are again very true uh for those that have played in my DD &D game at the store you will notice i am changing some of the dynamics the racial dynamics and how they interact in the world that is a conscious choice and there's reasons for it and you know if you'd ever like to talk about it feel free to stop by i'm happy to explain why we do things 
The costumes look cheap. You can see all the seams on the plastic stuff they're wearing. Some of that may be not stuff not finished yet. It also could be uh, Sir Laugh-A-Lot. It also could be um, the style of cameras they're using for previews and stuff and how it's being shot for what they're showing on TV. Could um, be. Here's the thing, because it's Weta's not involved at all, are they, Sean? Is Weta Workshop involved at all with this? Uh, I don't know. I'd actually need to call up uh, somebody down the hallway and find out. Um, so Weta Workshop, which is Peter Jackson's company to the original Lord of the Rings, obviously. Um, I don't know if they're involved with this. It's a different production team. So, uh, like I said... I try not to judge too much from like previews and stuff like that with that on the production side of it, because anytime you're seeing previews, the thing you have to remember is production is not done, right? Yeah. Like, and they're they're holding stuff back. They always do. Um, just take that for what it's worth. They could um, be they could be holding stuff back too, and then it's also I mean, look, it's been a hard year for fantasy novel adaptations and mm-hmm. and uh clothing and attire let's just put it that way uh not to trigger chat too much but the wheel of time left me sleeping um <laughs> i so i think when it comes especially when it comes out there was a lot of like actually good criticisms once that came out in terms of like the way that they handled the costume design and stuff like that um I'm excited to see where they take the story because as far as I'm can as far as I know, this is not a story that has been told yet. If, if I not on screen. Not on screen at least. Um, no. I will I will say, uh, I forget who on the chat said it, but uh, the Lord of the Rings and Hobbit film and gaming rights are up for sale. Um I wonder how much those cost. Maybe you and I should do that. Well, we've we've already said we would do. Uh, we've already said we Star would Wars. do. No, we well we do Star Wars, and we'd also do Babylon Five. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they've the the Zaints Company or Zats Dates. I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce that name. Uh, has hired ACF Investment Bank. Uh, and it's coming up soon. They want to uh fetch about two billion dollars. So I don't know about you, but I'm about For the gaming rights. Yeah, I'm about uh, 1.99998 short for that investment. I wonder if we could just be like, look, just give us the tabletop rights. Okay, just the tabletop. Let us write a new role-playing game. Yeah. Okay? We'll do a role-playing game. It'll be fine. Okay? Chat, go ahead and hit up those investment bankers on Twitter and let them know let us write the role-playing game. Well, and it, uh, I mean, it could be one of those things. that It's it's the film, It's so the, it's the movie, and it's, well, I don't know how... It says an array, so this you know this is where we get into the movie rights and stuff like that. Um, Who makes it now? Uh, Hang on, I'll pull Saul that. Saul Zaitz Company, S A U L Z A E N T Z. But they've got still in print. Movie merchandising, gaming, and live event rights. I don't who's doing live events for World of Rings. I don't know, but uh, that kind of stuff is all being up for sale here soon. So the the tabletop RPG is currently under license. Yeah. As of end of last year, they have a new uh, wargaming uh, thing that's come out. Oh, uh, so Games Workshop does that. GW does the Lord of the Rings game, uh, board game. Uh, the tabletop RPG is published by. Is it Green uh, Ronin? 
or no free league publishers they do oh, tales of the loop and yeah, yeah, alien yeah 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 um yeah that's yeah but my dad said he was okay. Let's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go catch up with chat really quick. Um, Sir Lavalot, the fans that irk me are the ones that harass actors. Absolutely, those ones are the absolute worst ones. Yeah. Um. You're absolutely right, Sir Lavalot. Uh, promos and sneak peeks aren't always touched up all the way from the editing. Uh, Wheel of Time true. sucked. Grandpa Joe, of course, being salty in the chat. Thank you, no, Grandpa no, no, Joe. No, 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 no. Sir Lavalot gives him gives him props. He said Wheel of Time was lackluster. And I would luster. Again, I kn I known Robert Jordan and stuff like that because he lived in the same hometown as me, and you know, writers. There's yeah. not many of us back down there, so I get it. <laughs> Maybe player. not Amazon's brightest run further. I lost faith in the Wheel of Time novels. Red Book eight thousand eighty four thousand three hundred twenty point seven. I won't be watching the show. Nice. Uh, yeah. Robert Jordan never finished them. Couldn't. Uh, which is also, by the way, if you just want to throw this to the side, what I think is going to end up happening with uh, Game of Thrones. If George R. R. Martin finishes that series of books, The Song of Ice and Fire, um, I will be genuinely shocked. Well, that's fair. Um, like, I think he's going to be in the same position as Robert Jordan, where I don't think it's he's going to finish it. I think it'll be someone else. And I think that there will be debates for years as to whether that was the proper way for it to end. Is it going to be Brandon Sanderson again? Is Brandon Sanderson just going to be like the, the guy that finishes, that finishes all fantasy writers? Yeah. <laughs> he does his own. He does his own series and he just finishes all the biggies, I guess. Um, I don't know. It, it, I'm interested to see. I love that we are. I don't know how many minutes into tonight's show. We are an hour and fifteen minutes in. We got about and the fifteen twenty left. <laughs> the title of the show, Legend of Vox Machina, hasn't come we up once. We didn't, we didn't get to get it to yet, it. but now we can get to it because that's also an no. Amazon-owned property. It's also an animated series, and it also deals with fantasy world and D and D. So there you go. Um, the last three episodes of season one come out uh, tomorrow. Um, so it's a 12 episode season. Um, I have not had time to sit down with it. What do you think? I actually like the show a lot. Um, I didn't know what to expect coming into it. Having watched a lot of critical role and kind of learned the dynamic and things like that. Having seen it be translated to, uh, TV, it lacks a little bit of the depth in storytelling that I think the the live play does. But then again, mm -hmm. I believe the live play is, you know, that's my favorite, one of my favorite media. Um, but I think the heart and the humor is there, and that's one of the more important things. Um, and I think that that's what they're bringing through with with something like this, and they're doing it in such a way that makes sense. The animation style is really, really good. It's really well done. Uh, so I'm excited. They've already been greenlit for season two. Um, they were like number three in Amazon's rankings, I think, behind like Jack Reacher, which is like the always perennial number one for Amazon. Yep. Um, so, I mean, they're, you know, if, if you like the D&D &D setting, which I am very thankful that like Mercer and crew have a have their own setting. It's not set in the Forgotten Realms. It's not set in 
you know, they've got Exandria, they've got that whole thing, which I appreciate because it feels like something I actually want to be invested in versus like, while I love Acquisitions Incorporated, it has gone off the rails a lot as it has dragged on because it continues to try to like go through all these properties and D&D itself with the numbers of different places that they have gone have also felt like it's kind of gone off the rails. Um, and so like, you know, Mercer and team like filling out an entire world without jumping to a completely new thing feels good, mm-hmm. you know, and looking at regions and how those things work. And, you know, I feel like that it, I'm, I'm much more invested in a show like that than I am in some of the others that are out there. Yeah. I, I like the fact that they did their own campaign setting. I, I like to, I think that's the better move in case you couldn't tell based on what I've been doing lately about building a campaign setting for <laughs> D&D. Um, I, you know, again, I've, I've got that same feeling of like, I'm glad this is its own campaign setting, but it's still D&D. And there's that whole discussion about, about how that interacts with the rest of the, the industry. Uh, so again, like, I think that, that this showing commercial viability will open up some opportunities for creators to do larger scale projects that are coming out of the tabletop RPG space. And I don't think that that's a bad thing. Um, I will throw a, I will plus one on that and throw a a shout out to hyper RPG, some perennial friends of ours uh, through back channels and stuff like that, because this week they debuted uh, clock 1991 uh, Mm -hmm. on AMC fear. Like it's a horror kind of theme that they've been going with in mm-hmm. that show for a while, but now they're bringing back an entirely new uh, series with some of the, like some of the older players are back, maybe playing different roles, new roles and stuff like that. And it's, it's got a very, uh, you know, horror kind of theme to it. Um, and so kudos to that team. Cause it's a live play, you know, thing. Uh, and so, and they've really gone over the top for, you know, set design and, you know, people working it behind the scenes and stuff like that. Like it's, you know, uh, they, they've done a really good job over there at hyper RPG. So if, if that is the sign of the times where this kind of stuff could go, I'm excited to see that. And like, let's just keep it moving. Like, let's keep it relevant. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it top of mind for folks because in this very like, like quick and dirty digital age, like things kind of come and go as quickly as you can watch a TikTok. So <laughs> the more that well, we can keep it up there, the better. Since we're on on uh, D&D properties and well, wizards specifically. Uh-huh. Magic getting a Street Fighter crossovers on our rundown. Oh yeah, let's end with the goofiest one here. <laughs> I um, think I think we'll probably make this the last topic of the night is Magic the gathering <laughs> getting a street fighter crossover yeah um it's i don't know how i feel about summer. it yeah i so so here's what i'll say from the business side of it uh the last one that i'm aware of that they did was forgotten realms and uh i've got it from the home store and a lot of it just it just didn't do anything um the problem is unless you create sets and cards that the competitive meta is going after it doesn't sell yeah you know it's a gimmick like why <laughs> why is it, i guess here's my question for like if i was sitting in a room at watsy i'm like 
why what's what's why does this need to exist yeah tell me why this needs to happen right is it just is it just you all need content to fill space so fuck it let's do street fighter magic the gathering and then you had another one on the rundown what was the other one you had on the rundown well it's warhammer 40k <laughs> they're getting a warhammer 40k crossover i'm so confused i'm so confused uh, why i just i don't know so the the upcoming, it's coming out sometime this year it is coming out sometime this year so the upcoming you know yeah. phil's gonna buy it because phil's gotten back into magic like he's been building decks lately and you're now gonna combine the thing that he's back he's getting back into now yep. with the thing that he loves the most uh so we have a friend who's our, our biggest warhammer 40k guy and he will have and he's just gotten down there to see the thing uh again why does this need to exist like did you ever see the movie Company Man? No, I didn't with, actually. With Dennis Quaid. So it's Dennis Quaid and Topher Grace. Topher, what's his name from that 70s show? Topher Grace? Whatever his <laughs> name was. Yeah. Anyway, so Randy Quaid plays this old magazine exec guy, and Topher Grace is this young, upcoming business guy. Businessy business guy. And he comes in and he does this thing where he's like, we got a synergy. Did you know our giant conglomerate owns this? Cereal company, <laughs> and we own this shoe company. So how do we mix that with the sports magazine? Uh -huh. Synergy, synergy. And he keeps saying, like, there's this whole sequence where he's talking about things that have nothing to do with each other. We own, you know, a nail factory. How do we mix that with our yeah. shoe store? You know, like, like, it's... It's so I'm like so many people you guys though, are just doing the synergy thing. I mean, here's the thing though. It, it's I think some of this comes under their secret layer uh, brand <laughs> or whatever like that for it. And and Sir Laugh a lot in the chat says it best. It's dumb and I want it. <laughs> and I'm gonna be the same way. I bought a collector's box of the Forgotten Realms uh, set. I haven't opened fun. all of them. I opened enough of them to be like, yep, got a Vorpal Blade in in, in uh, Holographic. I'm good. Is Elminster in there somewhere? Probably. I don't know. I don't know the whole thing with it, but like, I'm cool with that. Like, Chun-Li has a multi-kicker. Yeah, I know. It's fantastic. Like, uh, the cards are pretty decent, especially since it's only a secret layer. Yep. Look, I mean, ultimately, I'll probably end up picking it up for the store. I just, some of these I'm like, but I'm not like... I'm not buying the the quantity of these that I'm trying to get of Kamigawa. Yeah. Right? Um, because I'm like... Yeah. So here, here's the thing, though. Was we get, so this is where magic is, is, is both losing me and I'll be the first person sitting down there at Kamigawa on, uh, on Friday night. Is that that one's neon-inspired. And yep. cyberpunky with a little bit and of the art Japan. for it is beautiful. Art is beautiful with it, and then they're having after that is called Streets of New. I'm gonna mispronounce this as well. Uh, Kapan Kapena, Streets of New Kapena, maybe second yeah. quarter of 22. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It is that's a set that's on a 1920s noir films. It's old. Like I'm, and I'm good actually, with that. Like that sounds fantastic. Supposedly, it's supposed to be good. Uh, it's coming up May 6th. 
Uh, oh, they got, they're going to have 40k commander decks? Deck. Yes, they're having 40k commander decks. Sold. Uh, <laughs> I want... Where's my... Where's my... Uh, where's my Plague Legion commander deck? I want it right now. Where's Mortarian? Oh. Okay. So, basically, we know how this is going. We'll be the ones to do that. By the way, so we should have uh, more pre-release stuff coming because, hey, everybody uh, who's in the chat who knows about the store, if you haven't been to the store, you should drop by. Something's being installed tomorrow. Oh, fantastic. So when you all arrive for Identico, look up. Because <laughs> it's going to be different. It'll be a shining beacon. A shining beacon on 196 Street. Just going to be a picture of me, though, looking down at uh, you. With, like, <laughs> like this. That's the, that's the sign. It's going to be me with the Buddy Christ finger pistols right there. We, we got some good plans for y'all for tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> good, yeah. Get, get excited so, for it. Fortnite coming later this year. Okay, well now we've now we've officially jumped all of the sharks. We're, we're, uh, we're, no, sorry. When they did the Emperor reveal for Episode Nine and Star Wars in Fortnite before the movie came out, <laughs> that was when Fortnite had had true sharks jumped over it. Yeah, right. Um, and then there's the whole TikTok meme about wait for it, wait for it. It's the guy from Fortnite. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm very, whole, I'm very. There's a whole meme about this. We're we're gonna leave um, it on the goofy stuff. Though. We're gonna leave it on the goofy stuff. <laughs> hey, everybody! I think we're. I think that's it for for today. Thank you for thank, joining us. Thank you for joining. Mordenkainen and Tiamat is in their mallow. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm gonna go look there for we it. Go. I'll, I'll go finish um, opening my packs. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, don't forget, if you're looking for Identico minis, you can make them. At Hero Forge. Yeah. She's got a gun and a sword. And you can have a motorcycle and a gun. They make really nice full color 3D printed minis. We have an affiliate link. It's on our bio. It's in our website. It's also under all our YouTube descriptions. Use our affiliate link if you'd like to make some Identico inspired minis. You can make Rob's there. It's pretty neat. Um, yes. Yes. Um, and if you haven't buy, we have Identico every Thursday. New players always welcome. Right, you can hang out with me and Mallow, and Mallow will, you know, throw trucks at you, and it will be goofy I've fun times. I've thrown time. trucks at people. I've thrown robs at them so the, far. The, the groups that we have there are great. Uh, one group has burned down uh, possibly a church, and then maybe a three. Oh, actually, Bit, if you're still in there, um, so Bit Player was involved in the creation of Three V as a corporation. Bit, if you're still in the chat, they're trying to burn down one of those buildings uh, last session. So you'll be glad to know that they are coming up in storyline. <laughs> and I'm sorry, I just saw Joe in the chat. Don't worry, the ad mech deck will get nerfed. <laughs> I. That's a whole other show we'll talk that's about. A whole in other show. All right. Um, Goodness. That's all I remember. Do we have anything else? That's it. For Just go over there if you haven't already. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, throw us a follow. If you got Prime subs, go spend Amazon's money and drop it down below. Yeah, you're literally helping tonight. us power power the show. So I appreciate that, everybody. Uh, in fact, Mr. Gunpowder, who subscribed to the YouTube channel, we called him out earlier, and he dropped a Prime sub on us tonight. So I appreciate. So thank that. you very much. Thank you so much. Uh, if uh you know if you're if you're fancy come by the store on thursdays like we said otherwise we'll be back uh this monday is our our monday off from chaos incorporated but look for a new episode will be up on our youtube channel so if you missed it uh yep. this past monday it'll be up on the youtube channel by then uh we will 
See you again next Wednesday uh, yep. for another one of these fine talks. And thank you for, like, our numbers keep going up, and it's because and you all show up and it. have a good time with us, I hope. Yep. Because y'all have been amazing in the chat. Thank you so much. This is this is exactly what we hoped would happen when we started this thing a few episodes ago, mm-hmm. and now y'all are just jumping in, and I cannot, you know. Twitch uh, Twitch issues aside, because I saw some definite, there's some definite red bars. Twitch and- Twitch and, and the ISP that shall not be named. Yeah, so uh, we'll we will figure. I don't know if there's anything we can do, but we'll we'll go sacrifice another set of Warhammer minis or something to appease the gods. I don't know. <laughs> yep. Whatever we'll it takes it to get bloody internet in we're, this country. We're gonna have to sacrifice a 3080 over a bonfire. <laughs> Probably. Probably. Right. Oh my goodness! That's it. Thank you all so much for joining us. Uh, Until we see you again, uh, be good to yourselves, be good to each other, drink your water, take your vitamins, get vaccinated if you haven't already, continue to wear a mask so we can all go back to normal. We love you, and we'll see you next week, all right? Adios. Ah! Ah! Good night, everybody. Good night.